Welcome to the CFC Jacks Midweek Podcast, where we discuss topics related to becoming a fully devoted, spirit-empowered Christ follower. We hope that wherever you are today, you'll be encouraged by the truths discussed in this podcast. That. <laughs> <Maybe> not. <laughs> so sorry. Technical issue. So a, a a spiritual analogy here is that if you're not plugged into the audio line, people yes. will never hear. And if you're not plugged into Christ, you'll never accomplish the work of God. How about that? Yeah, I love it. That's perfect. <laughs> See, you can use, or can use anything, right? Yes. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I'm not going to repeat everything I just said. Nope. Let's move on. Totally. <laughs> I would say maybe the Spirit of God had very little interest in what I just said. So he, he unplugged us. <laughs> well, we can okay. go ahead and start with some questions. All right. Um, so let's see here. We are getting questions now saying, no audio, we can't hear you. It's coming. <laughs> and the number is on the bottom of the screen. So feel free to text in questions. questions. Yes. So sorry. <laughs> sorry about, about that. that. Uh, how do I know if I am born again but not walking in the Spirit versus not born again, practicing the deeds of the flesh, and therefore will not inherit the kingdom of God? Yeah, great, great question, because it does say, and, and let me explain, because I wanted to talk about, I wanted to teach walking in the Spirit. I didn't really address the question of those who practice these things from Galatians 5 will not inherit the kingdom of God. The point of that text is, if Everything that what the consistent practice that comes out of a person's life is the deeds of the flesh, not the fruit of the Spirit, then there is good reason to believe that the Spirit of God is not present in the person. Because what's our theme verse? 2 Corinthians 5.17, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passing away. New things have come. We're far from perfect. We are learning. We're spiritual infants. But if there is no evidence of change in a person's life, then you should give serious consideration that maybe I've not been born again. Maybe I'm simply trying to live a better life in my own power. But I am always slow to judge the heart because Romans 6 then says the opposite, not the opposite. It also says, uh, how should we who died to sin still live in it? In other words, it can be that I'm still living in sin even though I've died to sin. And, and then he asks this question, or do you not know? And then he identifies, I may have trusted in Jesus to, my, to be my forgiver, my savior, but not know the extent of the power of the cross that I've been identified with him in death, burial, and resurrection so that I can walk in newness of life. I think that would be, uh, by way of an example, that would be my personal story. Uh, when I first, no, not when I first, when, when I first responded to the gospel, I heard the gospel many times before I responded to the gospel, but when I first responded to the gospel, I do believe I trusted in Jesus for me to do for me what I could not do for myself. But I did not know the full, and I, I don't know that one. I, I just, I was limited in my understanding of the gospel in terms of how it impacted my eternal destiny. I had to grow in learning, oh, it's not only about I've come that you may have eternal life, I've come that you may have abundant life. That the death of Jesus not only paid the penalty for my sin, but the resurrection of Jesus 
gave me the power to live a new life. I didn't know that when I first trusted in Jesus. So I was a Roman 6, do not know. No, I didn't know. And then there's the knowing and then learning to apply. So I would say to a person who's not just asking this theoretically, wrestling with, I don't know if I'm genuinely born again and I'm just continuing to fail and I haven't learned to walk in the Spirit, or maybe I'm not born again. If the Lord has given you breath, my encouragement would be, don't try and figure out whether you were sincere or meaningful in the past. Take the breath that the Lord God has given you right now to say, Lord Jesus, I trust in you to be my sin bearer and to pay the penalty for my sin. And I invite you to give me your spirit so that I might now learn to walk in newness of life. In other words, if the Lord's giving you breath and you're not sure, use that breath to place faith in him and to invite him to now help you to learn to walk in newness of life, not to continue to practice the deeds of the flesh. But again, not by producing a new product, but by learning a new process. And I think that's what we weren't hearing earlier, that you were talking about the process. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure, the process. Sorry, you were going to say, you think? That comparison of, well, look at this person. They're growing or they seem to be doing a lot for the Lord. I'm not, therefore I'm failing. And so that that thought process of comparison and the problems that can create. Yeah, I used to, to, honestly, uh, years and years and years ago, I would try to Okay, tell me about when you placed faith in Christ. And I would try and determine sincerity and authenticity. And I thought, finally, Doug, what are you trying to do? How are you going to possibly figure that out? They're just going to give you their best recollection of what was maybe five years ago or maybe 20 years ago. Sure. And I simply said, if you're wrestling with it and you want to make sure, then simply— Declare your belief in death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus now, and let's learn to now walk in newness of life. So Mm -hmm. no reason to honestly live in that fear and of that uncertainty. If you have breath, use that breath to admit your sin, believe in Jesus, and receive the free gift of eternal life. Absolutely. Yeah. So you gave the example of the crib being wobbly on the legs as a baby toddler starting to walk. So the question is, what do I do when I fall on my butt? You don't use that word. (laughs) (laughs) By bottom. Yes. Yes, that's true. I should have said bottom. So my wife would have said, fall on your bottom. Um, We all do. Mm -hmm. I still do. We don't stay there. Sometimes we think, oh, I'm going to stay there to punish myself for, you know, I have to pay my, do my penance. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I know there's sin in my life, <clears throat> when I've satisfied the flesh, not satisfied the spirit, I acknowledge, just like my salvation, I acknowledge my sin. I believe that Christ has paid for it. I seek his forgiveness and seek to be restored to fellowship again with him. So in some sense, I get up again, but I get up again by my confession and repentance of my sin Mm. and never grow weary of repenting and confessing of your sin. 
So important. Yeah, it really is. First uh, John one, he's he who says he has no sin is a liar, and the truth is not in him. So none of us say we have no sin. Uh, oftentimes, what's true is the more we grow in Christ, we recognize the depth of our sin. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe some of the not maybe uh, as we walk in the Spirit, the deeds of the flesh. Uh, become less and less evident in our life, the fruit of the Spirit more and more. But then we have the sense of, wow, now there's my attitudes, and then there's my thoughts, and then there's my motivations. The work and the transforming work of God continues to go deeper and deeper in my life. And so uh, confession and repentance is a lifelong process. And when we get away from that practice of confession and repentance, then we stay on our bottom. Mm -hmm. And there's no need for you to stay on your bottom. If if you feel conviction that the man, the deeds of the flesh are evident in your life, admit that to the Lord. Confess, that's not who you made me to be. Believe that the cross has paid your penalty full and complete. It's been taken out of the way. Invite that washing the forgiveness and stand back up. Again, not on your own determination, but stand back up based on our understanding of the power of the cross to forgive and to make clean. And good reminder there when you said not getting back up on the power of our determination, on my will to do it, but based on what the Lord has done for us and who we are in him. That's a complete shift Mm -hmm. in thinking and understanding, which is difficult. I think it's, hum- it's humbling. <laughs> humbling, yes. Yes, it's humbling. I, I think that's that's what makes it hard. It's humbling. Lord, I cannot do this. Lord, I was wrong. Lord, I was a fool. I had foolish thoughts. I pursued foolish desires. I was a fool. Lord, I repent of those foolish thoughts. I invite your grace and ask you to forgive me. And I want to walk with you. Never grow tired of saying those words to the Lord. Hmm. And that was actually another question here. I think when you're talking about your own determination, said I understand trying to be perf- trying to perfect myself in the flesh, yeah. but in whose power am I using when I'm trying to choose to walk in the flesh or walk in the spirit? Yeah, I'm when I am choosing the spirit, I am doing that in the power of the spirit mm-hmm. as well. Uh, Philippians two. This says, for it is God who is at work in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. So I look to him for both the will and the work. Now, uh, if I can hearken back to what I've said many, many times, in this moment, understand that this walking in the Spirit is very, that's why it's moment by moment. I don't I don't get up in the morning. Oh well, let me. I do get up in the morning and say, Lord, I want to live for you today. I present my body to you. You know, Tracy, when we pray as a staff, I hardly ever close our prayer time without saying, and now we present our bodies to you mm-hmm. to be your instruments of righteousness. But frankly, and that's a it's not wrong. It's just uh that's the that's what I need in the moment when my flesh is screaming out to be mm-hmm. satisfied. That in that moment, so many, many, many times throughout the day, 
I present my body, I present my mind to you, I present my hands to you, I present my eyes to you. Oh, that moment of realization, what was I doing, Lord? I, I just presented my eyes to be an instrument of unrighteousness, almost by habit. That's foolish. It's not who I am. It's not who you made me to be. I confess and repent of that presentation of my the members of my body to my flesh, confess it to the Lord, and present myself to the Lord again. So I just want, want to make sure we're hearing mm-hmm. not once a day, every day, but moment moments throughout moment. every day, because I, uh, regrettably, I can move in the flesh and out of the flesh and in the flesh and out of the flesh or in the spirit and out of the spirit and the spirit out of the spirit throughout a day. I totally identify with that. I can and think. then I can stay there for uh, times as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can convince myself that, no, this is where I just, you know, when you just have that frustration built up, but to be able to release that, mm-hmm. like, Lord, I am your instrument. Use me in this situation. And it is it is difficult to do, but yet every time brings me to, even though it's hard, brings me to a point of gratitude because it seems like the Lord's very gracious and helping me realize that was a much better way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> very quickly realizing, oh, I know what would have happened had I reacted yeah. this way, would, the way I wanted to. It would have been a train wreck. Yes. The rest of the day likely yes. would have been wrecked mm-hmm. or whatever else and mm-hmm. how it can... Um, impact other conversations and other opportunities. And so just grateful, a lot of gratitude. There are, I think, regrettably, but I think this is true for for many, that there's moments or areas in our life where we go, I know I shouldn't, but I'm just going to, I'm not going to stay here, but I'm just going to satisfy the flesh for a moment. Especially I'm, in thoughts. Yeah, or... An outburst of anger. Mm, yeah, sure. I know I should, but uh, and we've sometimes we even say it. I know, I know I shouldn't say this, but I'm just going to say it. Yeah, but well, if you know you shouldn't say it, why are you going to say it? Mm-hmm. And, and I understand because we're not that rational in the moment. In the moment, right? But we are trying to bring biblical rationale, biblical thought to the moment. If I shouldn't say it, then I shouldn't say it. I shouldn't mm-hmm. give my my mouth a 30-second uh, freedom to rant, and then I'll repent. Or I'll finish with, I know I probably shouldn't have said that. That didn't make anything better. No, no. <laughs> and it's not helping us in the process either. It's just further ingraining that fleshly desire to do yes, that. Yes, yes. And giving ourselves freedom, and we really do, uh, taking my name in vain here, we, we get stuck in ruts of, uh, of patterns mm-hmm. of sin that we might t- tend to excuse. Mm-hmm. And we have to be very deliberate, therefore, in the thoughts that we need to think. What are the new thoughts? This is what I should ask myself. What are the new thoughts I need to think in that moment, and maybe write them down, put them screensaver on your phone, do something where, okay, here's what I need to think in this moment. Otherwise, my fleshly thoughts are going to run away with themselves. It's like the put off, put on strategy. Yeah. So yeah. practical. Put off the old, putting, replacing it yeah. with the new of who I am in Christ. That is walking in the spirit. Mm-hmm. That is living by faith. That is abiding in Jesus. It's just another analogy. It's another image. Put off, put on. Yep. Yeah. It's how we grow in maturity. It is. And it is 
Anything else? That was the only question. So I was going to say, is there anything else that you didn't have time for that wanted to wrap up with this morning? If, um, if your spiritual life is a series of sprints and failures, sprints and mm-hmm. failures, sprints and failures, it may be because um, your spiritual life is being driven by the determination of the flesh. And the determination of the flesh will, will run hot for a moment and then it won't last because it really wasn't obeying the spirit. It was the flesh trying to prove it can mm-hmm. do itself. It's our pride in a sense that our flesh, no, I can change myself. So that Galatians 3.3 3 really does matter. If we live by the spirit, if we started by the spirit, why are we trying to perfect ourselves with the flesh? We never will. The flesh will never kill itself. Only the Spirit of God walk by the Spirit, and you won't satisfy the desires of the flesh. You accomplish the achieving the negative by doing the positive. And if we can come alongside you in prayer this week, yeah, it'd be a privilege to do that. If you'll reach out to us, you can find information on our website, on social, wherever. Um, it'd be a privilege to do that and, and to support you and to point you to Christ, even in difficult situations. So we're grateful for all of your questions and sorry for the audio there at the beginning, but <laughs> glad you joined us. Hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening to this episode of the CFC Jacks podcast. Be sure to watch as we release new teachings weekly, along with additional content during the week. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit us at www.cfcjacks.com. Thanks for listening.